Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. I'm so honored and excited. I recently connected with this powerful woman and this conversation is going to be magical. We're going to be talking about things like imposter syndrome and perfectionism and how we distract ourselves as women, (laughs) things that I have actually not really talked about with anyone yet on the podcast. So thank you, Ryan Lasan, for being here with me. I'm so honored and grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. I'm a fan of your show. I have so enjoyed listening to your various guests. And it's like one of those shows where I feel like I'm almost like in a conversation with people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I'll pick up on that piece of that piece. So thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for your listening audience. It's really awesome. It's an honor to hear that. And thank you. It makes me feel so good that it comes off that way because that's the intention. So thank you. And now this powerful conversation with you that thank you. I'm honored. Every woman gets to benefit from. So I'd actually love for you to just give a little background and introduce yourself and also anything you're excited about right now. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So a little bit about me and who I am, what I do, why I do it, how I do. I'll start by saying, you know, I am my very best client. I mean that wholeheartedly. I am my very best client. So I understand uh, the mindset of perfectionism, imposter syndrome, and distraction because I have been plagued. And I will talk about that as much as I can. I'll give color and life to that in my own life. I've been plagued by those mindsets. And yet and still, I am a high achieving woman. I have big dreams. I have things that I want to accomplish. I have a, a mission and a purpose that I haven't always been clear on, which I'll talk about too, but I have always felt very called and very driven to find it, let alone live it. And so there's this real push-pull that I have experienced in my own life and that I see and now help my clients to overcome as well. And so I I will say that I've always been attached to this type of work, this inner, what I call the inner work, whether that's through a lens from academia, with my sociology background, or from a spiritual lens of really as a kid really connecting with that spiritual essence of who we are as human beings. But life kind of came together for me in a personal professional type of way in 2015, where I really like launched this business. I had started a consulting practice. I wasn't totally clear on what I was doing, but the long and short of it is is I was invited by my alma mater, Georgetown, where I have my master's from, to take a class that they were launching focused on career development. So I was at a point in my own life personally where I was doing very fulfilling work, but in my own journey, I was feeling very overworked, undervalued, all the things that I now know are the things that really push a person out of the nest and require a person to say, you know, what I'm experiencing isn't what I want and I'm worth more. So I'm going to take my talent and I'm going to go someplace else. I now know that that's like exit stage left. In the midst of it, it felt like torture, suffering, sadness. And yet I love what I'm doing. Very complicated, very, you know, just overwhelming. Very complicated, yeah. All of the things that we feel. 
And in comes this class that I've been gifted to take. It's a workshop on a Saturday for four hours with three other women. And it's taught by a coach. I had not seen or heard of this before in this way. And Sunny Levitt comes in and she asks this question, are you your own best friend? And it was like jarring. No, I'm not my own best friend. I am my own worst critic. And I could go on and on and on and on and on. And I realized from both personally and professionally, one, the question unlocked for me where I, how stuck I was in my mindset. And two, it unlocked professionally, aha, this is exactly what I want to do, exactly what I want to help women do. And so I focused my business and my life on answering that question and supporting other people to answer that question of how do you really begin to close your own confidence gap so that you can manage the thoughts and the feelings and and the experience of our self-limiting beliefs? How do we manage the experience of those in real time and do the things that we want to do and achieve those things? And so I, through the last seven years, eight years, really, you know, going on, on a decade, a lifetime have been, you know, putting this work into practice. So I am my own best client. Now I help women. I've been helping women for a long, long time. And I, I'm in recovery, I'll say, of those mindsets. And it's it's a constant recovery process. I do my inner work. I do it. It has saved me in some very low, low points in, in the pandemic certainly presented some real tough, not just moments, but tough, tough stages. And this work, this work that I teach people to do, the work that I I do myself, it has helped to keep me afloat for sure. Oh, so Mm. powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And thank you for the work you're doing truly. Thank you. Appreciate that. There's never too many. And I think there a lot of women do stay in imposter syndrome because they see in any, any gift they have or any industry that they want to pivot to or enter into or grow in, they're like, oh, there's a million other women doing coaching or doing whatever. And it's like, no, no, there's never enough of us because what you do threads your unique gifts in it. And there's people that are looking for you. There's women that could only transcend and transform through the way you teach because we're all doing a lot of the inner work and it does come down to a lot of these similar principles, but it doesn't mean just anyone can resonate with just anybody. And I think it's really powerful. And I would love for you to talk about imposter syndrome specifically and the women you help also among Black women. I think I would love to highlight that and feel free to take it Mm -hmm. wherever, but I would love to highlight, you know, I I love how you bring together these three, it's like like a three-pronged triangle of imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and distractionism. And I would love for you to touch on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lauren, for that great question. There's a lot that you touched on that I want to kind of pull from. So one is this idea of these beliefs that we have that will keep you wedded to fear, right? So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how that's presented in my own life as it's related specifically to stepping into your purpose, as related to recognizing that there's an audience to serve and that there's a story that I, I want to interweave around that. And then that also leads into the mindsets, that trifecta effect that you just talked about. 
I'll start with the story and then move into the mindset. I'll integrate the two. So I'll say this. Actually, let me start this way. I'm going to give you three mindsets and then kind of play with them. So everyone has sort of the background of, of what the three are. This is again, in a nutshell, very sort of like one, two sentences about each of them. Imposter syndrome is the idea. First, let me even say this. These are categories of self-limiting beliefs. They are not diagnoses. They're just patterns of belief. Like if I said, oh my gosh, I talk to myself like this. I say, oh my gosh, you know, it doesn't matter what my resume says. It doesn't matter what my background is. Like people are giving me all these accolades. And I tell you what, Lauren, I am so afraid that someone is going to catch me not knowing the information. They're going to know that somehow my file got slipped in and I don't really deserve to be here. I haven't earned it. I don't have what it takes. They're going to know. And I'm going to be called and I'm going to be shamed and I'm going to be embarrassed. And I'm doing everything I can to hide. That's imposter, right? Now hide by being perfect. So that's how they like slide into each other. So if I'm perfect, now it's perfectionism. If I'm perfect, if everything I say is exactly right and I can't say anything unless it is, everything in my email is correct, everything in my response is correct, everything in my presentation is correct, I will work and work until it's absolutely perfect. Unless it's perfect, it's not worthy. And then move into the third mindset, which is, you know, I also know that I have this purpose that really kind of scares me a lot. And so I'm going to get so focused on other priorities that are mine too, other hobbies or other competing events or other people's intentions. And I'm going to focus on that rather than my own. So this trifecta keeps a person, it's patterns. If I said that and you said that, we would start saying, oh my gosh, well, I feel like an imposter. It makes me feel like I have to be perfect. I get so distracted. And so studies and studies and studies are done over years that categorize these self-limiting thoughts and group them in these themes. And yet essentially what they are is a belief that if it's in my own life or in your own inner working, that I'm not enough. I'm not enough Mm -hmm. to do the things that I want to do. I want a new job, but, and then everything after that, but are the reasons why that essentially are beliefs that I'm holding are reasons why I don't have the thing that I want. And Oftentimes, if we really listen to them, there are things like, I don't have enough. I'm not enough. I don't come from enough. I don't have the background. I don't have what it takes. And then you categorize them. And again, they fall into those buckets. And so that's kind of the background of them. Now here for me and what I have and what I encourage every single listening person to access is a tool I offer, which is a quiz. It is not a diagnostic quiz by any means. It's just a quick quiz to give you a sense of based on how you answer the questions, which mindset might be at the forefront that you are in battle with. What's Mm -hmm. your number one confidence killer is what I call it. So for me, out of that trifecta, perfectionism, is always the leading horse for me, for me, always perfectionism. She is like the persona with Emmy who is, she's awful. She's mean. She's crippling. She's debilitating. She is literally, oh, she's really a lot (laughs) to handle. Nonetheless, nonetheless, here's the story. So I'm battling. I have a coach. I believe in the work. I believe in the support. I have a coach. And she and I have been working together now for years and years. But at the time we've been working together three years. I'm well into it. And I have a, I have a business that's for all intents and purposes, thriving. And yet to a perfectionist, it's not hitting these markers that I made up for myself that are totally ridiculous. And those ideals are keeping me pigeon held because I don't have them. I feel like I'm 
failing. And because I feel like I'm failing, I feel like I also can't move forward. So now I'm trapped, right? So now I'm in a coaching call with my coach and I'm telling her this crazy mindset loop that I'm in and I'm in and I'm in. This is where perfectionism became like, aha, this is the mindset that I'm, here it is categorically. She said, I really think that you're suffering from perfectionism. You are really waiting for everything to be perfect before you show up as you. You are coded to be you. There's no one else that you are coded. You specifically want to hyper-focus on high-achieving Black women, Ryan. Like, that's you. Like, you are enough to be you. Like, And then she said... There are people who are suffering, who are waiting for your message. Ooh, I can feel the tears now. I was heartbroken. Like, you're right. You know, like all the things I'm feeling, I also encoded to help people move past. And I'm stuck in my own way, not helping the people I know I'm meant to help. So seeing it from that angle of like, wow, all I have to do is put up my antenna, like stand in my purpose, be me. And I will literally attract the people I'm meant to help. And so I say that to say that those are the three mindsets that I work with people on. And that is a real breakthrough moment where I I realized this mindset is so limiting that it is preventing me from not just being myself, but it's also preventing me from helping the people that I'm working so hard to help. Like, that mindset is serving no one. Yeah. And so absolutely, you know, at the beginning of, of the question, you talked about women oftentimes are waiting, getting ready to get ready to live their purpose and that people are waiting for them, you know, and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be coaching. It can be right. cupcakes. It can be however you bring a smile to someone's, it could be acting. It could be resume writing. It could be whatever your gift is, whatever I call your brilliance, your zone of genius, yeah. whatever that is, people are waiting. They really, really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, so powerful. Thank you for taking us through that. And I love how you say, you know, moving from that trifecta to this trifecta of these three C's, if you will, clarity, mm-hmm. confidence, and courage. And I would love for you to briefly take us through like when you switch from imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and distractionism to clarity, confidence, and courage, what would inspire a woman who is, like you said, in that battle and in that trap today, right now listening? What would inspire her enough to want to move towards that way of being? You know, because when we're in that battle, I mean, the mind is so powerful that we can convince ourselves of almost anything and it might not even be really happening. And I think a lot of women do feel trapped in their own mind and crazy and emotions, God forbid we feel them. (laughs) So what would inspire a woman to want to take steps towards moving to that way of being? And if you have any rituals that you would share to maybe offer her right now, I would love for you to share them. Okay. Such a powerful, powerful question. Okay. So what I'm hearing is how to help a person get inspired. That was a really key question here, right? How to inspire someone to shift from feeling trapped. Yeah. Here I think is something really important, particularly for perfectionists, to shift from what specifically? Uh, Not from what to what specifically? Because often we want to go from trapped to enlightened. Mm -hmm. We want to go there. We do, right? Because this feels so bad. I want to abandon this and move to like hearts and fairies. And oftentimes that's too hard of a pivot. So I will say that it is enough 
and this comes from Abraham Hicks, to move up the guidance scale, the emotional guidance scale. So if you are seriously trapped, you're trapped, you're in it. The thoughts are on, anxiety is happening, the cortisol's flowing, you are fully entranced by whatever is happening in your mind. It is one to notice it, to notice that that is happening, to notice that you are experiencing the thoughts that are counter to what it is that you want and that the experience in and of itself is the indicator. That's the indicator. The experience is not wrong. The experience is the indicator. Oftentimes we feel like the experience itself, the anxiety, I'm wrong for having anxiety. No, the anxiety is an indicator that whatever you were thinking about just a moment ago has caused a feeling of anxiety, a corresponding feeling to the thought. And now you're feeling the thought. Essentially, you are feeling the thought of I can't do whatever I just wanted to do, but I can't for whatever reason. I want a new job, but people don't hire people that, are like me. I want a new job, but I'm not ready enough. I want a new job, but all those buts, we think about those buts. And as we think about those buts, we have a corresponding emotion called anxiety, overwhelm, frustration, fear, scared, all of those emotions. We now feel them. We feel them. And so then we feel like I shouldn't be feeling this. Yeah. And then we abandon the feeling rather than recognizing that oh my gosh, this is an indicator. This is a signal. I am a vibrational being and I am vibrating at a vibration that's called anxiety. And yep. that means that I was thinking that, okay, like just kind of sit with that. Sit with that. This is all technical. Now, when I say sit with that, I'm talking about in real time, like you are brushing your teeth and you're going in your mind, you're feeling the feelings you catch yourself literally yeah. brushing your teeth. I hate my life. I hate my job. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Self, 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 self. Hold on. Emotional hug right now, literally real time. <laughs> Emotional hug. You are enough to be you. Take a deep breath, right? You're enough to be you. And here's a ritual. Is it true? Come to center. Is it really true that people that are like you, whatever that is, all the butts that you can fill in, mom, I haven't worked a long time. I'm a sister of a brother who did it, whatever it is. Is it true that those people don't get hired? No, but last time and Susie said, and did it, okay, that's true. But get to the point where is, is it really seriously true that, okay, if it's not true, then how in this moment, like a cigarette, how can I put that down? How can I put it down? In this moment, how can I put that belief down? And how can I then pick up not hearts and fairies and enlightenment, but how can I pick up maybe optimism? How can I pick up courage? What am I clear on? I can be clear on that. I know I want to get out of this job. Ooh, I'm clear. Okay. I'm yes. clear. Okay. How can I be confident? And this is where we can begin to really invoke these energies. What can I be confident yeah. in right now? I can be confident in that I really rocked it in that last project. Great. And then what can I be courageous in it? When were you courageous? And I'm literally, you're talking to yourself anyway, folks. We're right. talking to ourselves 24 hours a day. Right. So what's the quality of your self-talk? And what I really teach people to do is to amp up tools and techniques and exercises, rituals to amp up the self-talk because the self-talk is simply evidence of your belief system. And so if the Thoughts are jacked up. The beliefs are too. And that's okay. It just means you've yeah. simply been thinking that for a long time. Absolutely. It's all right. 
I'm so sad this conversation is going to have to get cut short because I'm going to have so you back good. on if you yeah, will, please if do. You will make the time please. or have oh, the time I will. because I really want to connect with you deeper. And this is yeah. just like a taste because that's a mic drop. Everything you just said. One of the things that stood out so much for me is saying like, what am I clear on? Because sometimes our reality is totally stable and fine, but our mind takes us into things that may never even happen. And we're like, we can convince ourselves that they're happening. I just love that you said like, what am I clear on? And also redirecting our mind to one of the last times we were successful or felt any of those feelings, clarity, confidence, courage. And then I also really, what I felt a ritual could be that you were alluding to was like, what's the next step? that I could take versus do I want to stay in this spiral in the bathroom, brushing my teeth, or do I want to walk out and try to take one step that moves me out of that? Because I say it all the time and I say it to myself too, because, you know, humans, it's easy to slip into the victim consciousness and it's hard for us to accept that we do co-create parts of our reality, not every aspect, but, and especially as we move forward, you know, we might've gone through things when we were young before we could really take care of ourselves and we depended on other people. But once we move to a certain place in life, we are really powerful co-creators. When I get in that negative spiral, I have to say to myself, what am I co-creating with this? Being human is, we have to feel all those emotions. We're not just here to like sail off into the sunset all the time, you know, but it is like, letting it move through, but not letting it become part of our identity. Like, oh, I'm a sad person or, oh, I'm anxious or, oh, all of a sudden it's like imposter syndrome and it just becomes like our identity, you know? And it's like a way that we're used to being. And so we don't know how to break out. So I just, wow. Thank you. Thank you. I would well said. So well said. Thank you. I'm excited to come back to have that conversation. I can't wait. (laughs) I want to end with, I want to end with, one rapid fire that I love to ask okay. every woman that comes on. And then I want you to let people know where they can connect with you. So give me one word that describes you and your essence and why. Mm. So I think I would say the first thing that comes to mind, it would be like inspirer, this name of my business. Yeah. But I really think at the essence and what I've learned is really healer. I think yes. healer I is feel the- that essence of inspiration. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You absolutely. Thank you. Just your voice is like healing energy coming Mm. out. So thank you for the work you're doing. I'm going to link everything. So let people know where they can connect with you. And I would love to link to that quiz you mentioned, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So the quiz is free and you also will, anyone who takes it will receive a free report talking about the mindset and a discovery call. If someone wanted to follow up with a free discovery call with me, you can find that at my website which is www.inspirebrandconsulting.com. So it's Inspire Brand Consulting. And then you can follow me on IG, Facebook, LinkedIn, all of them really at Inspire Brand Consulting as well. Yay, beautiful. Oh, I will be linking all the channels. And thank Thank you for the work you do. And I'm so grateful the universe brought us together. Everything for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Part two is coming. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ryan. Talk to you soon, Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, low.